we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? Yeah, what you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. the only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada, and I'm here with my co-host, as always, to talk all things Real Housewives of New York City. It is Armin. Eddie, my favorite franchise is back. I'm so excited. I am so happy. This New York episode, sorry, I always forget that I... We do FaceTimes now because, you know, we are locked down in our own homes. And I always, like, just put the phone down and talk to you. And I forget that it just faces my ceiling. So You have a good-looking ceiling, though. It is beautiful. It's really nice. It's a nice color. Um, but this was this was so needed. This Housewives episode was great. We met, a, a I think, a fantastic new housewife. I think she's got some uh, fire in her. So far, um, so good. And we, you know, reconnected with some of our old faves and some, you know, got some plot points going for the season. We've got some storylines already. And, uh, you know, it wasn't like the most crazy, like filled episode, with like the most drama, but it was a good start, which I'm excited for. You know, it wasn't that eventful, but I had this realization, Eddie, as I was watching this premiere. I just enjoy spending time with these ladies. Yeah, I really do. Like maybe not Tinsley. So much. Oh my god. You know we how still I still have like this like <laughs> hate for Tinsley. Like Armin hates Tinsley. She's, I don't... A, she's part of the moment. Deal with it. I don't hate Tinsley. Um I just don't have the same connection with Tinsley as I do with the other housewives. Okay. A- and obviously I don't know Leah yet that much. Um, but I love spending time with Dorinda. I love spending time with Sonia. I mean, Sonia is just a hoot. I she never gets old for me. Um I enjoy that cast so 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 much and nothing needs to happen um especially from a drama standpoint as long as i'm spending time with them and uh they're having a few drinks and they're just chatting about anything i'm i'm entertained it's a it's a joyful hour of television yes yes i agree i mean it's i mean you know how much i love sonia and you know how much i you know appreciate the spectacle on reality TV that is Ramona. Oh, the Ramona um, but coaster. But the rest of the ladies, I, you know I hate Luann, <laughs> and I have a soft spot for Tinsley. I already love Leah, and Dorinda is just Dorinda. We love spending time with Dorinda. I'm the same way. You know, it's like, I get to, I get to see some good friends in this cast, and it's nice to spend that quality TLC, tender love and care, with our ladies um, from NYC. Yeah, New that's York what City. it is. That's, that's exactly what it is. I've realized that my drama bar is way higher for every other franchise. Not that Roni doesn't bring it mm-hmm. on a season to season basis. Roni always has drama and based on, on the preview for this season, it's going to be drama filled. No doubt about oh, it. Oh, for sure. But give me a bunch of episodes of Roni without any drama and it will still be entertaining. They find a way to entertain you. Even if there's no drama because they're witty, they have fun, they're, funny. they're playful. It's just a good time. It's a good hang. Eddie, it's, it's a good such hang. It's a good hang. It's, it's like the best of friends. Even it's your so dog nice. loves Roni. I can tell I your dog no is so idea. excited about us I, talking to Roni. I mean, when I tell you <laughs> the, the pop, the puppy, you know, Dolly, Dolly, the little puppy has been, 
not dealing well with this quarantine. Um, but you know, we're we're trying every day to get through. Dolly so. doesn't understand why you're home all the time. She does. She loves it, but it's also like she can't go outside, so she doesn't get that. Um, I mean, she can go outside, but not as much as she like wants to. So, yeah, she's been uh, watching. She's been very excited about Roni, as you can hear. You very know, sparking away. Very. I mean, I think Dolly appreciates the hang that is Roni. She does. Should we get into taglines? Let's get into taglines because you know how much I love like you know reading through them as we always do we always like to switch off one to one to get into it um but i also like talking about which ones are our favorites and which ones are our least favorites i talked about this with matthew already but i haven't talked about it with you so i'm excited to hear your takes and see what you feel i actually haven't decided on a favorite least favorite yet i'm going to as we do this you haven't chosen your rose and thorn armin i'm so disappointed i know i know well i've had a lot on my mind Okay, so have I. Um, but I can still choose my Rosenthorn from New York. It's like the moment of the like the whole week. You need to sit with it though, and I think reading through them right now will will allow me to like come to that decision. Okay. Yeah, okay. So let's do I'll it. I'll give you that. Yep. All right. So the first coming from none other than Dorinda Medley. I'm not always right, but I'm never wrong. Raise the curtains, lower the lights. I'm taking center stage in my life. Luann De La Seps, the Countess. From Ramona Singer, I don't need to find love. I love myself. Classic Ramona. Amazing. I'm no one's accessory. I'm the whole lifestyle brand. Sonia Morgan. Um, from Tinsley Mortimer, Armin's favorite. <laughs> Life isn't a fairy tale, but I'm hoping mine's the exception. I may float like a butterfly, but I sting like a bitch. Leah McSweeney, the new housewife. Yes. So um, what is your rose and what is your thorn? Okay. I have to admit, I think this is kind of an average slate. Uh, Tinsley's is terrible. Um, <laughs> I like Sonia's. It's very on brand. Speaking okay. of brands. Yes. Um, Ramona, uh, f- that her tagline feels... Very much in line with her narrative for this season. Yeah. But it, it doesn't have any zest for me. Okay. Like, it, 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 it is what it is. Whatever. Like, I don't need to find love. I love myself. Okay, fine. Um, Luann's is corny. It's, it's way yeah. too corny. Like, I, I don't love like Lou. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, I, I, think, I think Dorinda's gets my rose. Okay. Even though it's very basic and uh, it's kind of cliche, but... Um, the whole package. It's the whole package. I love Dorinda. Um, I feel like there's a narrative element here, and it it's so perfect for for Dorinda too. So I'm yeah. I, I'm liking the whole package here. Even though, again, I think the whole slate's average. I'm being honest. Hey, I mean, just you know, that's your opinion. Yeah. Um, as you know, Tamara would say. Um, but yeah, no, I I think I my favorite I said was Leah because I thought it was just so fun and like for a first time housewife I think it's so bold and like it's like she hit it like she did it well um, and then followed by that Dorinda and then of course last place for me goes to Luann Delasaps with her paragraph <laughs> tagline that she has decided to speak as a monologue in the opening credits center stage Eddie that's how it works oh my gosh that's how woman. center stage this works woman I'm so done. And it looks like probation's done as well because that's how we meet Luann. True. Um, 
after this episode begins. Um, but the episode, the way it began was kind of like a little like... Yeah, speaking of done. Bethany, yeah. But speaking of done, Bravo was done with Bethany. Well, I, I don't think so. Well, Bethany was done with Bravo. Yeah, well, Bethany at was least Roni. Yeah. Um, what did you think about this opening that they had? I thought Dorinda and Luann had the most authentic reactions to it. And Sonia. And Sonia. Oh my God, Luann! Luann was acting on the side of like that was uh, that was a taped after scene. That was not like Luann was so fake, right? But when she says in her confessional, like I'm not that upset about Bethany oh, true. leaving. The confessional, yes. I think that's an honest take yes. because they have had a rough history together, like She's dating back. Happy, yeah. I mean, I but I think there's a part of her that's not going to be like outright elated. Because they've gone through so much together. And Bethany wa- was truly there for her uh, when she was at rock bottom. Yeah. And what did Bethany do? Or sorry, what did Luann do? Was basically slap Bethany in the face and be so ungrateful and unappreciative. And ugh. Ugh. We couldn't hate the, the countess. You can't see me when I'm doing air quotes anymore. <laughs> I mean, they've had a tough, tough go at it together, Eddie. I mean... We saw the flashback, uh, you know, Bethany laying into Lou for years. So, yes, Bethany has been there for Luann. She's also backstabbed Luann. Luann has been smug and terrible to Bethany. Look, they've had a lot of ups and downs. I thought Dorinda's reaction was probably the most genuine, sincere, and heartwarming when she's like, I'm going to cry. Like, I feel like I'm going to cry. Uh, Because when you go through all those times together and you have this experience that only like a dozen people share. Yeah. Like how many cast members have there been in Rony history? Like maybe 15 total. Yeah. So it's like, it's a special group. It's a special bond that they have. So yeah, Yeah. that makes sense to cry. But you know who was the least sincere? Ramona freaking singer. Yeah. Oh, I'm happy this happened. Oh, this is uh, an insult from Bethany. And you know what? Actually, I think we're going to, have a way better time without her because she really brought down the mood. Oh, come on, Ramona. That's she how I felt. Bethany. Of no, course. she misses Bethany. She's good friends with her. I think she's just trying to be like, oh, we don't need her kind of thing. Exactly. That's why it's so fake to me. But how did well, you feel about it? I mean, I, I thought it was interesting. I thought they had to address it and I thought they addressed it well. Um, I don't know. I, I just, the, the thing that bugged me was like these like, pickup scenes they basically did where like all the ladies got the message and like read it yeah because like these ladies are reality stars they are not actresses i'm not i you know i get i i enjoy and i appreciate the commercials and the ads that the housewives do like in court like in like cohorts with like i don't know like a movie coming out like trolls i i would have loved to see like a trolls world tour um you know like little dorinda ad but no I have them faking that they're all reading this message for the first time. And it's like, Luann, I was like, wow, she she should stick to cabaret. And then you see her in cabaret and you're like, she should stick to nursing. Why does she go back to the, you know, the force? Because she just has a lot. It was just a lot for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I just think it was hard to address um, because Bethany quit the day before filming. Yeah. So they couldn't pretend it didn't happen exactly true but they also didn't have the chance to react to it like 100 percent authentically in real time um so they were kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place they did the best that they could um 
But yeah, I'm going to miss Bethany on that note. Uh, but you know what? Based on the preview, I think Roni's just going to to keep chugging along. It's really it's it's a fine-tuned machine at this point. And while I think its best seasons really are 7 through 11 so far, mm-hmm. um seasons 5 and 6 were great without Bethany. Oh, true. Like I, I think as true. long as you have the core together, not that Bethany wasn't a part of the core, but you know, they have a good mix. They have a good chemistry. Uh, it's working. Uh, I don't know when it's going to stop. Um, but for now, like yeah. that, that Ramona, Sonia, Luann, that's always been there, or at least been there since season three. And obviously, like throwing Dorinda into that mix, she worked out beautifully um, right from the jump. Yeah. Uh, you have them together. It's just going to keep flowing. I don't know how it's going to end. But uh, for now, it seems to be uh, fine, even without Bethany. And, and I'm still going to miss Bethany, though. I think she's one of the best reality TV stars ever. Oh, I think she's fantastic. Um, definitely going to apply for her business show, reality show, when that comes out. See if I can get on that. Could you imagine? You should. Uh, I totally will. I feel like I have a, the craziest resume. I've worked. It's eclectic. Yeah, it's. I've done a little bit of everything. You know, I, I can do it. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. I mean, I think Jill right Zarin now, is so. starting a reality show, right? She is. She was looking for friends, right? Like in Manhattan. I don't know. She was starting something. I can't remember. Yeah, you got to hop on one of those. She's also doing. Um, she's doing um something for nurses as well. She's like providing meals for nurses. Um, so if you go check out her Instagram. Yeah. So if you want to go help Jill and the great thing she's doing, you can check out her Instagram. And then of course, Bethany B strong is doing amazing work as well. Yep. Um, I actually, I think right now, if you work at a hospital or another facility that is, does not have the equipment that they need, um, or the supplies that they need message Bethany, uh, like DM her on Instagram. She is like responding and like taking down names and stuff. They're like working through those Instagram DMS to um, help provide supplies. So that's you hit up our girl, Bethany, Miss Frankel, if you nasty and um, she'll get the work done because she always does. Why can't, why can't Bethany just run our country? Bethany <laughs> be a president? Hey man, shit's so crazy that if Bethany became president in like June, okay. I wouldn't be surprised. If there, if there is like something I can sign for that to happen, <laughs> I've signed it yesterday. I think there's like, a petition, uh, and if we get enough signatures, like maybe 500, then Bethany's just president. That's just the way it works. That's how it works. Perfect. Yeah. I can call like 40 people, but the rest, the rest you're gonna have to deal with. You're gonna have to go canvassing. I know you're good at that. 400. That that's work. Eddie. That's 459. I don't know how I'm gonna get 459 people to sign that petition. Yeah, but I'll try. I'll we'll try. see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, let's t- from out with the old and with the new. Um, we got to talk about Leah, Miss McSweeney, um, the newest housewife on the block. She's what a character. I enjoyed her. Yeah, so we we learned quite a bit about her already. Uh, we found out that she's also been arrested and for a similar thing uh, as Luann, right? For attacking a police officer. Okay, wait. This story was crazy did you listen to the story when she was telling it yeah she got her face bashed in yes well first of all she like fought the cop and then the cop like smashed her face in she like sued the nypd for this happening as she should 
and then got like a sum of money. And then that's when she started her company that is made for the woman she is today. That's literally the craziest, coolest story I've ever heard. Yeah, I think she got $75,000. And now I'm going to start a fashion line. And it's called um, Mary to the Mob. Mary to the Mob. Yeah, which is a great fucking name. (laughs) Yeah. So um, she has a daughter, Kiki, with her um, ex boyfriend. I don't think they were ever married, she said. Um, I loved the relationship she has with her daughter. It was so fun and so cute to see them at that like little cafe, like talking about like dating and stuff. Oh my God. She was so embarrassed by her mom, but I was like, your mom is so cool. Like just, just deal with it. Also that whole concept of seventh grade being the hardest year is so on point. I mean, I don't know. Okay. So I don't think like middle school was like, this is going to sound so stupid, but like, I don't know if I had like the regular middle school experience because as you know, I'm a private school princess. I've never <laughs> not been in private school. So like nothing really changed in seventh grade. Cause I was like still at the same school. Because I was like K through eight, so it was just like, oh, it's seventh grade. I didn't have the craziest seventh grade, but a lot of people I knew had crazy seventh grades. Really? There was way more drama. That blows my mind. I like see. Maybe it's just because I it was, was like, a transitionary so period. Kids were going crazy. I mean, I can't even remember what happened. I have like, I like, I don't remember anything. Maybe I just blocked it all out. <laughs> That's what you did. <laughs> no, seventh grade was a really good year. I really liked my teacher. I was really, I remember I was like really good at literature. Seventh grade was a good year. Good for you. We watched some movies. I remember I was, there was like a movie like elective I took that year, I believe. That was really fun. And yeah, we that's why you had such a good year. Thursday. You weren't even doing anything. You were just watching movies. You know, private school. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's all we do. Um, the height of academia, you were watching Mr. Mom. Okay. We weren't watching like Mr. Mom. We were watching like, like movies that were like from books and stuff that we had read. I can't even remember the movies. Yeah. So what kind of? Oh no, no, but like, but no, but it was like an. But Leonardo DiCaprio, Romeo and Juliet. Is that what you were watching? No. So it was the elective <laughs> was like film club. It was like, and it would meet on Thursdays. So like, if you were in seventh or eighth grade, you got to do electives, and they were like art essentially. So like, some people had cooking, someone had like pottery, whatever. So I had film club. So we would like bring snacks, and everyone would like eat snacks and like watch like an old film like. We watched like the birds and then we would discuss the birds or we would watch like another movie that was like notable and then we would like discuss it. So it was like educational. Good for you. I did and photography that- as an elective. Learned oh, how you to, did? yeah, learned uh, how to operate in a dark room. It was fun. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's a good tool. Oh, yeah. And I uh, did it in that- high school too. It was fun. That's a, that's a really good tool. I watched, I've been watching some Pretty Little Liars again since I've been under quarantine and they are always in dark rooms. So if I... It's a hookup spot. My, yeah, but like also for like information. So like if, and murders. So if any one of our <laughs> friends get murders, check the dark room. Um, okay, let's get back to what happened in this episode because like not a lot happened, but like it set up the season for like what's gonna happen it was good I think. vibes you know you got to it was good hang vibes. out with you know, sonia just... again <laughs> oh my god sonia sonia morgan did you hear that she's like stuck at a spa oh is she like she's not even at home she was like in palm desert or something like that and she was like already had this like trip booked and she got like stuck there this is what i've heard guys andy said this last night um and so she's been like stuck at the spa and, like, hadn't had, like, solid food in, like, two weeks. Really? Because she's been juicing uh, at the spa. Sonia always juices in the off-season. Right? 
That's so um, funny. But no, it was good vibes. Um, so the, the episode started off with Luann and Sonia leaving the courthouse because Luann is finally off the probation. So like she's finally finished with all of the drama, legal battles and all that kind of stuff relating to her arrest in 2017, was it? 2018? 2018. I want, I want um, to say 2017. And the season came out 2018, I think. Oh, gosh, I don't remember. Uh, who well, because it wasn't it New Year's? Wasn't it like New Year's or was it Christmas? Who knows? I can't remember. Um, that, yeah, that was like so, a decade ago, Eddie. <laughs> who the hell remembers really, that? Really, honestly, it feels like it. <laughs> At this point, it feels like it. Um, we also caught up with Ramona. And this person who you told me before we started recording is going to be a friend of? Okay, yeah. So we Give, give me the Missy. scoop on this. So, well, first we remember Missy, her friend. That's right. the one that used to be dating Tom's friend. Um, Tom. Yeah, Tom's <laughs> friend. Um, Tom had a lot of friends. Yeah, um, but then there was that other, like, brunette or, like, black-haired lady, Elise. And she was just kind of, like, when Ramona was having, like, her meltdown of, like, I'm never going to find a man. No one's going to love me. Sob, 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 whatever. Um, she was, like, the girl that was, like, talking, like, trying to talk sense into her with, like, the black hair with, like, those, like, super blunt bangs. Who just seems like, okay, the first thing I just want to say is, like, I don't trust a single friend of Ramona's. The people on the show are different from the people off the show. Like, all that shady-ass group. I just find Ramona to be a snake. I love I love Ramona. But, like, she is shady as hell. She's a liar. She's a snake. Um, she's, like, a bad Scorpio. Like, Ramona's a, or Bethany's, like, a good Scorpio. Um Ramona's a bad Scorpio. Like she's very manipulative and very like sneaky and conniving. And ever since last season, when she like pulled all those like stunts mm-hmm. and like was like lying a bunch and got caught up in all of her lies, I'm like anyone who associates themselves with her cannot be trusted. So this Elise bitch, who's like evidently a friend of that's going to be going on trips with these ladies and doing all this and that, like I'm sorry, not subscribing, not following, not about it. Like I already am like so anti Elise. And I've only seen her for two seconds. It's so weird to me that she ends up being a friend of because the camera didn't really linger on her. She didn't get a lot of screen time. And I, historically, <sighs> friend, you know, the friends of they they get uh, they get put into focus, like especially Barbara. But I think Barbara, they were trying really hard to make a full time cast member, and that flopped. And it flopped, yeah. But I, I but. What I think with this is, like, we got introduced to Leah. That's one character that we need to learn this episode. We might not meet Elise or get more into her about next until next episode. We have sometimes seen, like, friends up, like, get introduced halfway through the season, too. You know what I mean? Like, they pick sometimes people up, like, halfway through, and they're like, oh, this is a person that's, like, been hanging around a bunch. Let's put them in. So. Yeah, we'll see what I she mean, brings. I, she, I just don't know if she brings anything. Yeah, and I don't care. I don't care. I'm sorry. I'm, like, yeah. anti-Ramona's friends. So. Yeah, but Ramona had that meltdown in the bar. I don't know. I like Ramona's like the whole thing about this season is like I don't need love, but then she's like I do need love. I'm so lonely. I just need like a companion, someone to hold me in the night. Like I, I wake up in the night and I'm alone, and I just need a man's touch. And I'm like, okay. Uh, but then like now, knowing what we know now, she's in the, the the quarantine with Mario and Avery, and I'm like, she's getting Mario every night. Like those two are banging for sure nonstop. she said last she's, night on on watch what happens live that she's not okay and that, she was super emphatic about it i don't buy it though yeah right no ramona being ramona and mario being mario that that connection is undeniable oh yeah i mean last year like 
when they were next to each other, there was like this really, really hot and heavy connection. I can feel the it energy the was. I you know I'm psychic kind of, um, and by that I mean I go to some psychics sometimes, um, but I think they are together right now. I think at, at the moment that you are listening to this podcast, listener, they're they're kissing, they're touching, they're loving. Oh yeah, especially since it's three hours ahead in Florida. Mm-hmm. We're in Los. We're based in Los Angeles, three hours ahead in Florida, um, so it's nighttime right now. Oh yeah, things are happening. Things are happening for sure. Um, yeah, the sexual tension between them is undeniable. Uh, it could just be a former lovers thing, you know, that you just can't turn off. Um, but I think you're onto something. I think it may just be a future lovers thing. We'll see. We won't see. I'm hoping. Um, let's let's talk about Tinsley and Dorinda. Okay, Tinsley and Dorinda. Tinsley and Dorinda. This is a fight that I think is so stupid. I think Dorinda is looking so stupid. I think this is completely uncalled for. I don't understand why Dorinda's being so, I don't know. I love Dorinda, but I feel like this is just a lot. And Tinsley has this new man anyways. His name's Bruce. He's had two wives before and he's got kids and she treats him just like dogs, um, which I was like, okay. Wait, tell, explain to me how Dorinda is so off here. Okay. When she says to Tinsley, you're telling me you don't see Scott, you're not with Scott, you, you, you're not involved with him at all anymore, and then the next week you're with him, and then she corrects herself, no, actually the next night, and Tinsley says, yeah, no, I saw him the next night, but then continues to hold her position, Dorinda, I don't misrepresent anything I do, you know me, you know everything about me, I'm an open book. And Dorinda's like, no, 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 something doesn't equate here. And I'm not calling you a liar, but you're not being forthright. You're not being transparent. How is Dorinda wrong? The whole timeline that she just laid out proves her right, in my view. Okay, what I'm saying is, like, Dorinda's wrong in the first place for being so freaking, like, nosy. Like, first of all, if Tinsley says that, This is Housewives, God, Eddie. The whole point of it is to be snoopy and nosy. I, I know. But hey, if Tinsley says she's done with Scott but she, and she is done with Scott, you can still see that person and not be involved with them. She could be with her boy, Bruce. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is, like, I've been done with people before and still, like, hung out with them. <laughs> right. But if you portrayed it as, I don't hang out with them, and I think that's what Tinsley is doing, and you okay. go and hang out with them, that's where it's off. Okay, well. Because you know what? We've seen it with Tinsley. We've seen her say, oh, yeah, I'm done with him. It's over. It's totally over. When you start to see someone, you know, it gives off the wrong impression. Whereas if you say, listen, our relationship is done, but we're still friends. We'll still see each other. Boom. Full picture. No drama. No confusion. Okay, but what's Dorinda's motivation? It's not to be a good friend at this point. It's just to, like, expose tinsley hell yeah like a liar yes which i think and i'm like (laughs) and that's what i don't like is i feel like dorinda's gotten very nasty with this and it's like i feel bad for tinsley because i'm like first of all and i'm just gonna say it no one deserves to be called a prostitute no matter what their situation is with their significant other sorry you're jealous dorinda because you're like having to slop up next to john medesian and his sweaty his sweaty hog bod for like a good two and a half minutes before it ends. But like, you know, Tinsley's getting her kicks and eating her cake too. So let her do her thing. Mr. <laughs> Rinda Medley. 
No, but you know the well, thing I'm is. I'm sorry, John. That was really rude of me. Well, for one, I agree with you. Uh, she went too far with the whole line. It was it was a well executed line. She was like, "At least I bought these pair of shoes by myself. I didn't have to lay on my back for them." Yes. Great line, but yeah, in poor taste. However, however, Dorinda has always been very open about the fact that a bit major reason why she's with John is to get that free dry cleaning. I know. I okay? know. I know. That's what I love. Dorinda says it. She's like, look, I dry clean everything. I get it all dry cleaned. She's with the, what does he call himself? Like the Sultan of Stains? Yes. She famously has a hole in her mouth. She can't hold down anything she stains all of her clothes she needs to be with john modesti and otherwise she's going to run up too much of a dry cleaning bill it's going to be in the thousands of dollars a month she's that honest about it all she's saying is for tinsley to say you know what i'm partially with uh scott so you get some birkin bags you know what let tinsley do her thing she doesn't need to she doesn't need to explain <laughs> herself to anyone no one but asked you know me what? how i get my birkin bags this is what makes roni roni though yeah these sort of tiffs and you know we always get into tests over Roni because we sometimes don't always – I mean, clearly this episode, we don't share the same opinion. Oh, you know what's funny? I wasn't talking about you and me. I was talking about Tinsley and Dorenda. But, yeah, we are in a tiff now. Well, you know me. I am Sheena. Um, so everything always comes back to me. <laughs> everything comes um, back to you. Um, but I will say, based on the preview, because you touched on something, how, like, Dorinda's just, like, seemingly on one. Yes. The preview – seems to be suggesting that Dorinda is going to be flailing this season. Like Dorinda is going to have some sort of a downward spiral. Yes. Um. So this seems like a foreshadowing of that. Yes. I feel like she's going into a dark place and I'm just like, Dorinda. Yeah. And this sets the stage for it though. Yeah. And I don't know what so. it's really about. It's obviously not about Tinsley. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Tinsley. And I, there's something else going on. But it's not even about John either. Because they're, I don't know. they're actually like in a great place based on this episode. It seems like they are, yeah. So I don't know what it is. We'll we'll have to I mean, I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah, like she's spending more time with John than ever and like they're cooking right. together and like he's the cat, she's the dog. She can't bark at him anymore. She's just gonna let him touch the really hot pan. They have this little cutesy vibe going on. Yeah, I liked that little like back and forth. So what is it? I guess we'll find out. Who knows? Yeah, we'll, we'll find, find out. out. Maybe we'll find it's out. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but good premiere. I enjoyed it. It was. It was fun. Um, I'm excited for you know, Roni next week. I'm excited for the rest of the season. It was. It's been needed. Beverly Hills is coming soon. And I'm so excited about that. I cannot wait for Beverly Hills. Yeah, two weeks, right? Uh huh. So here we go with that. I saw a new commercial for it. It looks good. It looks very good. Yeah. Very very good. Did, did you see the new commercial? Yes, I've been watching all the commercials, okay. Armin. Yeah. I've been keeping up. And the Potomac trailer. Yeah, that one which looks Which was nice. also fantastic. Yeah. I've, I'm keeping up. I'm keeping up with it all. Is that fight the one that we talked about on This Week in Bravo? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. I figured as much. Yeah. There was a lot more than just the fight. I'm really, right. there's a lot more going down. I, the Karen Huger divorce situation, I, right. when that, I, my jaw was on the floor. But the fight uh, was sort of the spine of the pre, of the trailer, wouldn't yes. you say? Yeah. yeah. They were showing parts of the fight. They were like mixing it yeah. in with all the other people's issues going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's going to be the big fight of the season. So we will see. There, there's good seasons coming up for sure. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, I think that about wraps it up for New York. Guys, thank you so much for listening. If you aren't already, make sure you guys are subscribed. Um, We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. 
So any, whatever those you're like linked into and you're like hooked up with, we're there. And don't forget to, you know, like it, share it, tell your friends about it, post about it on Twitter, Instagram. You can also follow us on both of those places. We're at Hot and Bravo. That's H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. Give us a little shout out, a little tag. Say, hey, whatever. Armin, how can people find you? At Armin, M-A-H on Twitter. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada on Instagram and Twitter. That's where you can find me. And we will see y'all next week.